Hi, it's Annabelle Matson, and welcome to the Steep Your Soul podcast, soulful guidance for women who are seeking deeper truth and meaning to their lives. If you're ready to move past what's been holding you back and awaken to your full potential and purpose in life, then let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Annabelle Matson here. So great to have you with me. This is going to be a smaller episode than my normal episodes. I've actually noticed that sometimes, I mean, I love going in depth with in depth with you on the podcast and breaking things down and breaking concepts down for you. But sometimes I think this stops me from just putting ideas out that I have. Like I'm often out for a walk and I think about something that I want to record for you. But um, probably my perfectionist brain wants to turn it into something that's like three quarters of an hour where I can explain every aspect of it for you, which is kind of impossible on an episode. But I just wanted to record this episode for you today. It's going to be a little smaller than my other ones, um, but I really felt called to share this idea with you um, and to tell you a bit bit more about what can help. And it's about why rest is uncomfortable. So we think that going on a holiday or slowing down, sitting down at the end of the night, booking a massage, we think about all these beautiful self-care things that we often know how to do. We think that all of that should feel really good. But in reality, for, for many of us, when we go to do these things that feel restful, they actually feel really uncomfortable. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why that is in this episode. So let me tell you a little bit about a time in my life in the the not so distant past. I would work and I would work and I would work and I would just be in this constant state of busyness, doing so many things all of the time. And I would give to people and I would people please and I would be always looking for ways in which I could do things for other people. But secretly, I felt so resentful about that because it never felt like people were supporting me and that support was coming back back to me as well. So I kind of felt alone a lot of the time. So I would burn myself out by working so much or giving to other people and I'd run myself completely dry. And here's the thing, I knew about self-care. I had a good understanding of how all of these things could help me. But then I would say to myself, okay, I'm just going to go lie on the sofa. Or I would book a holiday and get to that holiday. Or I would book in for a massage and lie on the table. And when I went and did those things... I thought they were going to make me feel better because they're restful, right? But I actually didn't enjoy them because I was so stuck up in my head. Resting for me felt really uncomfortable. I'd be overthinking things when I was on holiday. I'd finally get there and think, oh, this holiday is going to be amazing. It's going to make me feel so much better. But then I would be stuck up in my head. I'd be thinking about the past, ruminating on things. I would be worrying about what was ahead. So it was like my nervous system was in this constant state of overdrive. Relaxing and resting was actually really out of reach for me. 
even though I knew the things like self-care wise that could really help. So looking back, my nervous system didn't feel like it was safe to slow down. It actually felt more safe for me to be busy. Let me break down why this is. We unconsciously as humans reach for the familiar. Our mind, our nervous systems are always wanting to keep us in familiar states because familiar is what is safe. Being busy, being on the go for me, that was what was really, really familiar. It's a pattern I developed a long time ago and I was so used to it that doing anything else was unfamiliar and therefore unsafe to me. So again, it's not like I was thinking it was unsafe. It's not like that was a conscious story in my mind. It was more evident that it didn't feel safe for me to slow down or to rest. It was evident in my choices and my patterns and my behaviors. So when there was this opportunity to rest or to slow down in some way, I'd self-sabotage. I would sit down and think, okay, I'm going to do something that feels restful this afternoon. And then unconsciously, my nervous system would be like, hmm, I don't think I like this. And it would start to ring the alarm bells. And how, how I would know that is I would start to feel really uneasy. This whole resting thing is like an unfamiliar feeling to me. So I would then jump up from the restful thing that I was supposed to be doing and I would jump back into my to-do list. So our busyness, our inability to rest is not really because we don't have the knowledge. We often know the things that make us feel good. You know, it might even be that you even sleep well. You might get eight hours of sleep, but you still feel exhausted because there's no rest happening on the inside of you. So we can wake up from eight hours of sleep and then our mind goes into overdrive. It starts thinking about all the things we need to do, all the worries about how we're going to make something happen. So even though we're getting plenty of sleep, there's no rest there because there's no rest on the inside of us. So what stops us from doing these things? What stops us from enjoying resting or restful activities and getting the benefit from them? For me, unconsciously, my nervous system was operating in a way that if I was to slow down and actually rest, I would somehow be unprepared for the other shoe that could drop. So fight or flight was like self-protection for me. As long as I stayed busy, I'd stay on top of things. And I think this is important for us to be aware of. Busyness is a self-protective pattern. And it's all very unconscious. As I mentioned earlier, it wasn't like I was running a conscious story in my mind. I need to protect myself. It was more evident in my behaviors and choices and the things I did do and the things I didn't do. The way I knew what would be restful for me, but I either didn't do it or I found it really hard to enjoy those moments because I felt like I needed to be on high alert all of the time. And there's all sorts of experiences that we can go through in life where we felt we needed to put up a wall 
or to protect ourselves in some way or there was a reason to be on high alert because we felt like that sense of protection or safety wasn't there. So life at home could have felt chaotic. We had parents that were emotionally or physically unavailable to us. It could be past relationship challenges, toxic work environments. We don't just forget those things. We might consciously, but they get buried in our body. We don't just grow out of that. We carry all of that in our body now as adults. So when that safety isn't inherently there, and that could be like a a physical safety thing, but it can also be like an emotional safety. When that safety isn't inherently there, we learn to create patterns as a way to attempt to create safety for ourselves. Do you see how that work works? It's like enter the pattern of busyness. If I stay in a state of hypervigilance or if I'm on high alert all of the time, if I'm always on the go, I'm not going to be caught off guard. And even if life felt somewhat normal for you at home, many of us learned that the way we receive approval and feel good about ourselves is connected to how much we do and how much we achieve. So we would have been heavily validated when we pleased other people, when we were the good we girl, or we succeeded or achieved in some way, we would have got validated quite heavily for that. And so if we're so used to getting fed this approval and validation through how much we do, through our output, to how pleasing we are to other people, if this is where we got the most attention and love, of course rest is going to feel incredibly unsafe because we don't get fed validation and approval when we're not doing. Do you see how that works? So it's like we're working to prove that we're valuable. And when we feel valuable, we feel safe. But when we rest we're not working. And so there's a part of us that wonders whether we're valuable in that moment, in that space. So, and, and therefore, if we're not valuable, we're not safe. So it always comes back to safety. Now that I've got a better understanding of the nervous system, I can see this is what's set underneath this pattern of constant stress and busyness. So all of that stuff that I was just talking about. And What's really important for us to to do once we have this awareness is that we have deep compassion for these parts of ourselves. We've got to learn to love on this part of ourselves, this this part that learned to create this pattern often a very long time ago because of challenging situations, because of a part of us that didn't feel safe. So we learnt to feel safe. We learnt to protect ourselves by always being on the go. So we don't want to judge this part of ourselves. We don't want to make it wrong. We really need to have compassion and love for this part of ourselves that was really just doing what it thought was a good thing to keep us safe. But once we have the awareness and we understand the real reason why rest and slowing down can feel uncomfortable, we then have the ability to show these parts of ourselves that there is another way. 
and our awareness gives us the ability to what I call parent ourselves into a new way of being, to almost separate ourselves from the pattern and to kind of step up as this very sturdy parent to ourselves and guide that self-protective part of us into that new way of being. And we can absolutely do that. We can learn to guide our nervous system and our mind and our bodies into safety and into rest and to show these parts of ourselves that nothing bad is going to happen if we slow down. So it's a little bit like you want to think about it as like reteaching or retraining our nervous system that it's safe to be still. So it's not as simple as me saying, like if a client comes to work with me and there's some of this going on for them, it's not as simple as me just saying like, okay, just do less, stop being busy, right? That doesn't address the real reason why this is happening. We have to replace that pattern of busyness that we've used historically to feel safe. We have to replace that pattern of busyness with a new pattern that creates safety in a way that serves us better. So we've used busyness to feel safe. We can actually use other ways to feel safe that serve us heaps better. So the more we can guide ourselves back to this place of safety in our bodies, the more familiar this becomes. And when I talked about earlier, we're always seeking the familiar. If we can make rest and stillness familiar, then the mind and the nervous system is going to feel like that becomes more and more safe to us. And the more it's familiar to us, the more our nervous system is going to like let experiences like that in. So it's like your nervous system goes like, oh, okay, the more I dip into this feeling of safety, that isn't safety from busyness, that's a, a safety, I, an emotional safety I create in my body, the more the nervous system says like, hey, this isn't so bad. Nothing's actually happening to me. I can actually sit back and enjoy this. And the more we do this, the more rest becomes enjoyable. When we do those beautiful self-care things that are often, um, you know, we know how to do, like the massage or the walk or sitting down to read a book or going on holiday, we actually feel deeply replenished and nourished by those things rather than it being like a box that we try and tick and end up feeling unsatisfied from it. Nervous system healing has been such a huge part of my journey and along the way I've learned a lot and distilled the process down into what I call is the four-step process to release emotional stress. So releasing emotional stress is the way to start feeling more comfortable resting. Releasing emotional stress is how we heal our nervous system. It's how we show our nervous system that it's safe to slow down. So the four-step process to release emotional stress, it's a self-paced digital course, and it's this really simple process that I've created that shows you the how or the way to come out of overdrive 
and that busyness and find a deep sense of groundedness and peace and safety in your daily life. So I'm going to show you how to support and heal your nervous system through this really simple four-step process. And I've shared this with many, many clients over the years, and I would love to be able to share it with you too. It is so simple to learn. The course can be completed in like one or two sittings. So it's not going to be a course that like ends up in a course graveyard that you don't complete. I've made it super simple to finish. It's easy to to digest. And I've even put all of the videos into a single podcast track. So you can actually learn the four-step process when you're out on a walk or you're commuting or you're cooking. And I created the four-step course for myself first because I needed it. I needed the healing to happen in my nervous system. And then I started to share it with clients that I was working with and I saw the benefit for them. And I've just seen this simple, simple, simple four-step process just change and transform how people show up at work, how they connect in their families with their children and their relationships. And most importantly, I've seen how it's helped my clients find so much more rest and peace in their lives. Because when we clear out all of the static in our bodies and in our nervous system, which is the emotional stress, we let rest in. This is this is what happens as a byproduct. So if you want to explore that a little more, the four-step process is a self-paced digital course. You can move through it at your own pace. You have ongoing access to it. You can keep coming back to it for a refresher, and I'll leave a link below in the description of this episode. And if you're listening to this in real time, there's also something else special that I wanted to share with you. I'm heading away on maternity leave in about two and a half weeks or like two weeks, which is super hard to believe. I can't, I can't believe it, but I sort of can by the size of my belly. And I've got one space or maybe potentially two spaces for one or two people to work with me to do a deeper dive on all things nervous system and rest. So basically everything that I've been outlining in this episode. So this um, one-off private experience with me, it involves a purchase of the four-step course. So you'll learn the four-step process plus a single 60-minute session with me to get some personalized guidance and advice and some support around this process. Uh, My one-on-one support normally starts at a six-month commitment. So this is a great opportunity to get some one-off support with me to see some really beautiful change in this area. So how this works is you'll be given access to the course. You can have a listen one night or while you're out on your walk or when you're commuting and get familiar with the process. As I said, it's really simple to pick up. And then we can meet on our one-on-one session to troubleshoot, to talk through any questions that you have so you feel really comfortable to move ahead on your own. So if that's something you're interested in, you can reach out to me. I will leave um, my website details below in the description. And as I said, there are one, potentially two spots available. So if this is something you're interested in, I would love to be able to help you. So I hope this podcast has been valuable for you. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, um, whether you're listening 
um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And if you're new here, have a browse through the podcast feed and see if there are other episodes that are taking your fancy or are jumping out at you. And please do share this episode with a friend if you feel it would benefit benefit them as well. And I'll see you in a future episode. Mm-hmm.